Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. I'm Rich Strappolino. At IFA 2020, Qualcomm announced the Snapdragon 8CX Gen 2 5G, the successor to its original ARM flagship processor for Windows laptops. Qualcomm claims the new processor offers 18% better system performance than a 10th generation Intel Core i5 with 39% better performance per watt and offers a claimed 25-hour battery life of continuous use. The 8CX Gen 2 will offer Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5.1, and support for dual 4K 60 frame per second displays, with the option for OEMs to integrate the X24 LTE and X55 5G modems on devices. Qualcomm said it expects the 8CX Gen 2 out later this year, debuting on Acer's first 5G laptop, the Acer Spin 7. Qualcomm also announced adaptive active noise cancellation for true wireless earbuds, which can adjust sound performance in real time, adapting to changes in the earbud's fit and seal in the ear, as well as ambient noise. The company said the technology should allow for high-performance noise cancellation without requiring a tight-fitting earbud, allowing it to work on all styles of earbuds. TCL announced a new display technology called NextPaper, which it calls a combination of screen and paper. The display is meant for tablets and e-readers and claims to support HD resolution with support for smooth video playback. TCL says NextPaper will offer 25% higher contrast compared to e-ink, with 65% more power efficiency and 36% thinner than a typical LCD, using a highly reflective screen to reuse natural light, mitigating the need for a backlight. TCL said the technology will ship in a product in the near future, but did not provide specific availability. After previewing new chips at its Architecture Day 2020 event earlier this year, Intel officially announced its first 11th generation Tiger-like processors for laptops with Thunderbolt 4 support, Wi-Fi 6, and bumps in performance and battery life over the previous Ice-like chips. The 11th gen designs will be in Intel's U-series, now called UP3, and Y-series class chips, or UP4, led by the Core i7-1185G7. Base speeds start at 3 GHz, a maximum single turbo boost speed of 4.8 GHz, and a maximum all-core boost of up to 4.3 GHz. Tiger Lake also features Intel's Iris Z integrated graphics with 96 compute units and a maximum graphic speed of 1.35 GHz and has a built-in AI engine, which Intel says will improve video call support, such as better background blurring. It can also support 8K HDR displays or four 4K displays. Products with Tiger Lake inside will start arriving this autumn. Designed to offset a new digital services tax introduced by the UK government, Apple is adding an extra 2% on developer fees on the App Store in the UK, on top of the usual 20% value-added tax, or VAT. Google is increasing fees for all advertising bought on Google Ads and YouTube in the UK by 2% as well. And starting September 1st, Amazon is also increasing fees for third-party sellers by 2%. Meanwhile, Reuters reports Russian lawmaker Fedat Tumasov, a member of the state Duma, Russia's lower house of parliament, has proposed a bill that would see all Apple App Store transactions capped at 20%, down from its usual 30%. The law would also mandate that a third of the App Store commission would be paid to the Russian government in a fund to train people in IT. Apple announced it will let developers offer discounted or free subscriptions through new offer codes on iOS 14. These one-time codes can be physically included, like when buying a product, or sent online. Developers can also offer a special discount code for subscriptions when paying in advance for a service. Developers could previously set limited free or discounted pricing in the App Store, but Apple says the offer codes will allow for more granular controls to acquire, retain, and win back subscribers. 
SpaceX is currently testing its Starlink internet service in a private beta with employees, but released some initial performance details on the service. According to engineer Kate Tice, the service has latency low enough to play fast networked online games with download speeds above 100 megabits per second. Tice also said SpaceX completed its first intersatellite link, which transfers hundreds of gigabytes of data between satellites using optical lasers and is a required component of Starlink's internet constellation, which will need to hand off between satellites as they orbit the Earth. SpaceX says it's still on pace to open the beta test to the public later this year. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced several steps the company is taking to prevent misinformation ahead of the 2020 U.S. election. The company will stop accepting new political advertising campaigns seven days ahead of the election, although candidates and organizations will be able to continue to buy and modify targeting on existing ads that have received at least one impression prior to that deadline. The company will also globally roll out limiting messenger users to forwarding messages to more than five other users, something the company initially started on August 17th. As part of its participation in the data transfer project, Facebook globally launched a tool to port photos and videos to Google Photos back in June. Facebook has now updated the tool to offer porting to cloud storage providers Dropbox and the EU-based Koofer. Facebook says it will announce more partnerships on the photo transfer tool in the coming months. Amazon launched Alexa for Residential, a new service for property managers to set up and maintain smart home experiences in condos and apartments. This will allow residents to control smart home features and basic AVS features like timers, alarms, and asking for the weather. Property managers can also create custom skills for things like maintenance requests, amenity reservations, or even potentially paying rent. Renters can link their personal accounts to Alexa devices, and property managers have no access to personal data, with the ability to remotely reset devices when a resident leaves. And finally, Twitch announced that its Watch Parties feature is now available to all creators after previously launching with select partner channels this spring. Creators can now host Watch Parties with any title on Prime or Prime Video subscriptions in their region, and Twitch will label content as broadly available if most Prime subscribers can view the content across regions. During a Watch Party, a streamer's webcam will appear in the video player above the chat. Twitch says it's now working to make Watch Parties available on mobile. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.